This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Mike with you. Got maybe a little bit of a difficult question, and maybe it is a very easy question. So here's the question before we try to explain away. If the head of the home is a non-Christian, should the wife be the head? So obviously the person asking this question is if the husband is a non-Christian, should the wife then take the lead in the home? So this question is going to come from a person who has a very specific theological persuasion. So let me just take one minute and help our audience make a distinction. Uh, when, When it comes to Men and women, in the context of marriage, there's a word that we use, it's called roles. And you might hear in a more traditional um, context that men are the leaders, providers, and protectors, and women are the helpers and the nurturers. And uh, so that would be a view called complementarian, uh, complementarianism. And on the other end of the spectrum would be this perspective that there are no, that men and women do not have specific roles. It's called egalitarian, Egalitarian. which comes from the Latin word, which means equal, Equal. which is a little misnomer. So uh, let me throw all my cards on the table. And I know Tim and you and I are on the same page with this. We are complementarian when defined accurately. And so here's what that means. We believe that men have primacy of responsibility to lead, provide, and protect their family. That does totally not mean agree. that women do not lead, provide, or protect. It just means that they have the primacy of responsibility. They're primarily responsible for that. And they would be the head of the home, which is the leader. It does not mean that the wife does not have leadership. It just means that he has primacy of responsibility. What we'd say about women is that they have primacy of responsibility to be helpers and nurturers, which does not mean that men do not help and nurture. It just means that there is something about the way God has made men and women intrinsically. He's created genders differently to reflect different aspects of his nature and character. And in marriage, we have different roles where we primarily work. But let me tell you, my wife leads, provides, and protects, and I am a nurturer and a helper Mm -hmm. to my family. We're just talking about primacy of responsibility. Some complementarians get cornered and they say, oh no, a woman can never lead, provide, or protect because that's the man's job. And that's and all throughout scripture, even like the Proverbs 31 yeah, woman, right. who's this she's pinnacle woman. She's a leader. She's a leader. She's a provider. She's yeah. a protector. She's doing all the things that the dude does, but her leadership provision and protection don't trump his ah, right. election connection. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so as we talk about that, so in a church like Village Church, we're going to be complementarian, which means we uphold gender distinctions. Okay. On an egalitarian side, egalitarian, um, you can be a conservative evangelical and be egalitarian or a just a flaming liberal. Okay. And so on the conservative evangelical side, you'd have a church like Willow Creek who is egalitarian. They have no gender distinctions in terms of how um, women and men serve in the home or in the church. church. And that's one of their fundamental values as a church. And and we are not egalitarian like that, but they do still uphold gender distinctions Mm -hmm. um, in marriage and different things like that. So they're not what we would call a a liberal egalitarian. They're a conservative egalitarian. We would be uh, probably more a liberal complementarian, which means uh, we do believe women can lead, provide, and protect, but but that men have the primacy of responsibility. A conservative right. complementarian would be women never lead, right? We're not mm-hmm. that. So when I say we're liberal complementarian, that does not mean we're like <laughs> liberal, <laughs> we're like in gay marriage or other things like that. 
So now that we've like created the categories, this person is asking the question with the assumption that God has created a man to be the leader of his household. And we would agree with with this, that men are created in a way that we thrive when we have responsibility to lead, provide, and protect someone, especially our family, Mm -hmm. uh, someone of great value. So, but what if the husband is not a Christian and And, the wife is? Yeah. And what I am reading between the words Mm -hmm. is, what if the husband is not the spiritual head of the home? Can the wife take on the role of the spiritual head of the home? Yeah. And and I would look at her and say, you have to. Yeah, she has to. Somebody has got to take the the spiritual lead in that home. And and that can have many nuances and many different ways in which that is portrayed. Yeah especially when it comes to the children. Yeah, let me just throw a couple things in here. Typically in most homes, when this is happening, the man is not spiritually convicted of a lot. Right. Typically the woman is a strong Christian and the man's like, yeah, whatever, do whatever you want with that. That would be, I would say 95% of the circumstances we run into, that is the most common that we see. So here's what every wife needs to be strongly encouraged to do. Every man, Christian or non-Christian, uh, thrives off of respect. And if you are a Christian wife married to a non-Christian man, uh, there is a mandate on you to be responsive and respectful to your husband all the time. So even in the way you take spiritual leadership, you have to do it in a way that honors him, honors his reputation, protects him, and really communicates a deep respect to him, particularly in front of the kids. But If there is a circumstance, and this comes up semi-regularly, if there's a circumstance where you have a dad, maybe who's a Muslim or a really conservative uh, Jew, and you have an evangelical Christian mom, this is one of those places where that dad is going to take responsibility on himself to teach his children his faith. And if he is doing that and you're doing that, this is one of the tensions that happens in some homes and you both, the mom and dad, have to come to a mutual agreement that you're both going to teach your children your faith. And this is sensitive. You're probably going to need a lot of counsel and advice on that. But I would say in the majority of circumstances, if the head of the home is a non-Christian man, he's typically going to be ambivalent to the spiritual development of his children. And I would say at this point, the wife needs to respectfully and humbly take on that role. And every man is hypersensitive to his wife disrespecting him in front of their kids. And that's a key, the disrespect or the respect that the wife portrays in assuming more of a leadership role in the spiritual matters of their home. Does the husband feel that the wife is degrading him and putting him down because he has a lack of spiritual desire or or Christian uh, Mm -hmm. beliefs? Or is she trying to help him? And I love what... First Peter three says he is talking about the distinction between the husband and wife within the home. And he is challenging the the wives there to live a life that is submissive and honoring to her husband so that he can be won by the meekness and quietness of her heart. There's no man is going to be turned by an antagonistic nagging. I've I've never seen it ever. And that's, that's part of what Paul's trying to get to. Again, if you're a liberal woman, you're like, so man, you know, it's a biblical word. It has a unique connection to men and to women. We're both called to submit in different ways. Correct. But one of the realities about masculinity in marriage is simply this, is that men are quenched or exasperated by a nagging wife. Yes. It doesn't matter what culture you're in. No man responds well to it. 
men are wired by God to thrive when they feel honored and respected. Mm -hmm. They actually rise to the occasion. They become the man that every wife, whether or not you like submission or not, wants their husband to be strong and loving and tender and kind. Those things happen to a man when he's respected and honored legitimately by his wife and his children. So again, you can get all bent out of shape on the word submit, but you know what? To reject that and walk away from that is honestly Mm. going to do nothing but harm to your husband because the opposite of biblical submission is antagonism. It is oppression. It is usurping. And no man thrives in a usurping environment. We want to be honored and respected. Right. So as we say that, here's an interesting like side question. Okay, what if it's a single mom? Well, then mom, you are the leader. Clearly, she provider, has to take the lead. Protector, nurturer, helper. You are mom. You are dad. You yeah. are trainer. You are discipliner. You are um, fixer. You are hugger. You are all of the things in one. And that is one of the most difficult places to be in. But God also will bring around you, if you're in the context of a church, you know, men who will function like fathers, yeah, to your um, kids, like yes. older brothers mm-hmm. to your kids and really be that just masculine influence. But yeah, you know, if you're a single mom, you're going to be everything. Yeah. And that's just another challenge. It's not ideal, but right. that is what it is. And uh, we have that unique opportunity for in that situation. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. Please come back next time when we answer the question, can prayer influence the timing of Christ's return? Great question. Ooh, good question. Good question.